0: Hello, everyone. This is episode two. We're two episodes in. The momentum is high still. Like, that's a great sign. I'm still interested in a new hobby. (laughs) Y'all understand. Y'all, who, y'all, fellow people who like to try new things often, y'all understand what I mean. Like, this is a good sign. (laughs) Today was such a long day. Oh my gosh. I worked. I kind of mentioned it in the previous episode, but I am starting a new job. And right now, I'm doing three week training and. It's from 9 to 5.30 every day. And I'm just like, it's easy. The job is going to be fine. It's just my trainees, my fellow new coworkers. I'm like, mm, y'all we are making this last a lot longer than it has to. <laughs> but other than that, it was good. I can't complain. This past weekend was also super fun. Today's Monday. I'm recording this on a Monday. And I went on a mountain little getaway with my friend's family. It was so relaxing loved that for me um that's the first weekend off I've had in a very long time so it was really fun to spend it with them also it was Super Bowl Sunday I did not watch the Super Bowl but <laughs> Usher performed um if you you know live under a rock and didn't know that Usher performed and I thought the performance was actually really good like I watched it on YouTube the day after because, today because again I'm not I don't care about the game <laughs> I really don't I always just want to see the halftime show but he did really good and like Usher's 45 he was out here doing backflips and roller skates and still singing like he didn't sing the whole time obviously but when his mic was on when he was singing he was singing I was like child he may be problematic but he's still out here doing his big one he's still a performer I was I was out of breath just watching him I was like He doing all this bouncing around. You got it, bad, bad girl. Like, mm -mm. he had a whole lot going on, but he did really good, I think. And all of his guests that he brought out, I think were really good. I could have done without Miss Alicia. That might be problematic to say, but I could have done without Miss Alicia Keys. Like, yeah, they've been performing together for like, what, 20 years and stuff. And it was cute. But I don't know. Her vocals weren't doing it for me. Her vocals were not doing it for me because, I don't know, she just sounded very, like, low energy is my best descriptor for it. But she looked great. She looked so young, so beautiful, but it just wasn't, it wasn't him for me. And, of course, everybody's talking about how uh, Usher came up from behind and hugged her and how she married and he just got married and how that was too much. And I'm like, y'all, they putting on a show. They probably got such a fat check from that performance. They probably wasn't even thinking about that, but. I don't know. A lot of people are like, child couldn't be me. And I'm like, "Mm, it's not you. (laughs) It's not you. They're doing this for entertainment. I don't, I literally, I don't know. I've learned to stop becoming so enthralled in celebrity, what celebrities be doing, because they're all just putting on an act. Like they're all just in their bag at the end of the day. Like they're doing what their publicist said would perform the best. Like it doesn't even matter. (laughs) Nothing that they do matters. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's my inner hater. No, I don't think that's my inner hater. Like, that's facts. Like, they're just regular people who are doing stuff for a check. I don't know. Already starting off with a hot take. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, so yeah, that was Super Bowl Sunday. I had, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't do anything to celebrate except just watch the Apple Music Halftime Show on YouTube the next day. (laughs) Now, today is February 12th, which means... Valentine's Day is two days away and y'all I'm a hopeless romantic for sure so Valentine's Day is definitely a favorite holiday for sure however I will say because I am a hopeless romantic who also unfortunately is a part of Gen Z my expectations for the holiday are usually just like not met for real like what's going to be different this year I have a good attitude about the holiday. I'm just excited. Like I'm absorbing all of the gorgeous pink and red and the decorations and going to Target every other day, looking at the decorations. Like I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Or you know, just the fun of it. I'm not trying to do too much about it. Like I think I've always loved Valentine's Day too because I don't know. I kind of associate it with childhood too because I don't know. Well, all the Gen Z people know you would go to school on Valentine's Day. You would give out Valentine's to all your classmates and it would be so cute. Everybody would do their little notes, those little, like the notes with different characters and shapes and stuff. I used to always give out like what the Barbie ones and the Bratz ones and the SpongeBob ones, all the different character ones with the little candy that it came with or a temporary tattoo or just anything fun, like just showing your friends and your classmates and your teachers love and just doing cute little things like i just associate valentine's day with doing cute little things and then also growing up my mom was so good with holidays she would always have little whatever holiday it was but i'm we're talking about valentine's day for now just a cute little valentine's day basket with like I don't know, like a little heart-shaped basket with candy and like a little gift or something that I had saw recently that I was like, oh, I want this. And she was like, no. (laughs) And then like the item or whatever it was, the toy, the backpack, whatever it was, it would be in the basket. And I just associate it with cute little prizes and fun little things and little, I don't know, just stuff that People who love you, they notice that you liked or just little things that they would give you to show you that they love you. I mean, of course, you could do that every other day. And of course, as an adult, you should do that any day. But I don't know. It's just fun to do it on Valentine's Day for sure. And I think growing up like that, celebrating Valentine's Day that way definitely translated into how I choose to want to celebrate Valentine's Day, even as a young adult, like I'm older now. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not going to go buy cute little Valentine's like that and, you know, do all the extra stuff. But I don't know. Now I just get excited for it because of how exciting it was as a kid. And I don't know. People think that it's just a commercial holiday and that it's just, you know, something for the economy, for everybody to jack up the price and associate it with how, much your boyfriend loves you or you know what I'm saying people people try to make valentine's day a little bit messy now I feel like (laughs) but I don't know I think it's still a cute fun holiday and I don't know people who try to pretend like they don't like valentine's day like are you just sad and broken like it's cute it's fun it's an opportunity to give your friends and your family and your partners and your everybody a cute little gift and say I love you like but I mean also I don't know. Like I said, I see both sides of it. It's very much they try to get your money because why every other day of the... No, yeah. Every other day of the year, flowers, a dozen roses is like, what, 15 bucks if you go to like the store. Valentine's Day roll around. All of a sudden, the rose is 30 to $40. Delivery is 60 to to $100. Edible arrangements. They don't be taxing like that year round, but Valentine's Day, they... Mm-hmm, it's like this pressure to like it's almost like a game of how much can you spend which I feel like that aspect of Valentine's Day I'm like mm, seems a little suspect but I feel like I don't know I feel like it's still fun to participate within reason like I'm not saying even me if I was with a guy I would not expect him to spend like $100 $100 on flowers because number one, I'm not a gardener. Them flowers will be dead in a couple of weeks. Like, and that's $100 gone, you know? No, that's just ridiculous. So on that end of it, I do understand why some people can be like, mm, Valentine's Day is not a real holiday because the, the economy, the sellers, the businesses, they be trying to play everybody. Like flowers don't cost that much. Chocolate does not cost that much. Like, I don't know. But I feel like it still is the thought that counts. But speaking of that, speaking of what Valentine's Day is now, I thought it would be, you know, a little cute, a little fun for us to have a little mini lesson about where Valentine's Day even came from. Because, you know, everything always has weird origin stories. And America, of course, we turn everything into an opportunity to make money. And we often forget about where things really originated from. So... Let's ask Google for real, like, where did Valentine's Day come from? Okay, I'm just going to type in, like, Valentine's Day original something. I don't know. Where did Valentine's Day come from? That's easy. Okay. Okay, history.com popped up first. So let's see what history.com is talking about. Okay, I'm going to try to I'm not going to read the whole thing obviously. I'm just going to come up with or pull out the more important parts, okay? Hmm. <laughs> okay, Valentine's Day. Yeah, we know what day Valentine's Day is on. Come on, get to the good stuff. Okay, all in the name, across the United States and other places around the world, candy, flowers and gifts are exchanged between loved ones all in the name of Saint Valentine. Who's this mysterious saint? where did he come from? Okay, where did Valentine's Day originate from? The history of the holiday and the story of its patron saint is shrouded in mystery. We do know that February has been celebrated as a month of romance and that St. Valentine's Day as we know it today contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. But who is St. Valentine and how did he become associated with this? Yeah, you just literally said that in the main idea of the paragraph. Okay, the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different states named Valentine or Valentinus, 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 I will not say that, I don't care, all of whom were martyred. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. He outlawed marriage for young men. Valentine, realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. Ooh, he breaking a law. Okay. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Still others insist that it was St. Valentine of Terny, a bishop, who was the true namesake of the holiday. He too was beheaded by Claudius II outside Rome. Why y'all cutting people's heads off? <laughs> okay. Okay, other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine greeting himself after he fell in love with a young girl, possibly his jailer's daughter, ew, who visited him during his confinement. Okay, so wait a minute. So you mean to tell me we out here writing from your Valentine because this dude was in jail? And somebody came and visited him while he was in jail. Messy. Okay, so Valentine's Day really been messy from the start. Like, and a little bit ghetto because like, why are you in jail? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, before his death, it is alleged that he wrote her a letter signed from your Valentine an expression that is, yeah, is still in use today. Okay, so that's where that comes from. Education. Education. Okay, that's literally not what she said. She said motivation. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, Cardi B. Okay. Although the truth behind the Valentine legends is murky, the stories all emphasize his appeal as a sympathetic, heroic, and most importantly, romantic figure. By the Middle Ages, perhaps thanks to this... If I can read and talk. By the Middle Ages, perhaps thanks to this reputation, Valentine would be one of the most popular saints in England and France. Okay, I'm scrolling and skimming because I'm tired of reading and talking for real. But it says that... um, they also originated from a pagan festival that's usually held February 15th called Lupercalia. I think that's how you pronounce that. Lupercalia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. Okay, so it sounds like romance, Roman, romantic. Like it all comes from Rome. The Romans. Right? Am I onto anything? Like, is that common sense? <laughs> Probably is. Okay, hold on. Wait now. Hold on. Okay, and to begin, we're talking about Lupercalia, the festival still. To begin the festival, members of the Luperce, Luperce, Luper, the Lupercalian people, members of them, in order of Roman priests, would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or a lupa. The priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. Ew. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into the sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, gently slapping both women and crop fields with the go- Ew. Don't be slapping me with no bloody skin. What? See, Valentine's Day. <laughs> they make it Valentine's Day not cute. Like, it was cute. They're not making it cute anymore. Okay, we're going to continue. Far from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. Um, doubt it, sweetie. (laughs) They just used to believe anything. Okay, later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage. Um still kind of missing the romance, but okay. I mean, I guess that's romantic for them back in their day. Like what to me, that sounds, mm -mm, that don't sound fun. Okay. I don't want to read any more from this article. Thank you, history.com. Oh, I think that was it. Oh wait, no. Then they start talking about Cupid and like, okay, wait, they're talking about like Greek, the Greek mythological standpoint of it. Okay, short. Cupid is often portrayed on Valentine's Day cards as a naked cherub launching arrows of love at unsuspecting lovers. But the Roman god Cupid has his roots in Greek mythology as the Greek god of love. Eros. Oh, that's the Greek god of love. Eros. Accounts of his birth vary. Some say he is the son of Nix and Erebus. Others of Aphrodite and Ares. Still others suggest he is the son of Iris and Zephyrus or even... Who is his mom and daddy like... <laughs> Y'all need to figure out who his mama and daddy is. Like, how he got five suspected sets of parents. Okay, whatever. According to the Greek archaic poets, Eros. I know a little bit about Eros. There's a tattoo I want of uh, Eros and, no? Cupid and Psyche. Okay, never mind. See, I don't know what I'm talking about for real. Anyway. According to the Greek archaic poets, Eros was a handsome immortal played with the emotions of gods and men, using golden arrows to incite love and leading ones to sow aversion. It wasn't until the Hellenistic period that he began to be portrayed as the mischievous chubby child he'd become on Valentine's Day cards. So Cupid is actually Eros? Yeah, Cupid is Eros. Okay, so I was right. The tattoo is Cupid and Psyche, but that's technically Eros and Psyche. So, I don't know. We ain't even talking about tattoos for real. Okay, I do want to read another article real quick. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, next one. I don't know if NPR is like a reputable source, but it looks interesting. This one's from NPR.org. And this article is called The Dark Origins of Valentine's Day. It was last updated Valentine's Day two years ago, 2022, but whatever. Okay. They say Valentine's Day is a time to celebrate romance and love and kissy face fealty. Girl, what? (laughs) But the origins of this festival of candy and cupids are actually dark, bloody, and a bit muddled. Though no one has pinpointed the exact origin of the holiday, one place to start is ancient Rome. The Roman celebrations were violent. From February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated the Feast of Lupercalia. Okay, same thing as History.com. The men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with the hides of the animals. See, they said gently slapped. See what I'm talking about? Because why y'all whining? History.com said gently slapped. Now, NPR, y'all talking about the women were whipped. Whipped and gently slapped. Very different descriptors, okay? See, no. Nah. okay. So where, where, where were we at? Then whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain. The Roman romantics. See, I, 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 I caught on to that. The romantics, the Romans, the Roman romantics were drunk. They were naked. See, if they was doing all that, they probably would. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Young women would line up for the men to hit them. They believed this would make them... Yo, ladies, ladies of the Ro- Roman ladies, stand up. Don't be running up for no man to hit you. Ooh. <sighs> the brutal fates included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. The couple would then be um couple. <laughs> they literally wrote the couple would then be um coupled up for the duration of the festival or longer if the match was right. See, NPR is like, yeah, Valentine's Day is says <laughs> whoever wrote this. Let me see who wrote this. Hold on. Arnie Seifel? <laughs> Arnie. Arnie said, you can't, uh-uh, this ain't right. Okay. The ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of our modern day of love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the 3rd century. Their martyrdom was the honor, <laughs> their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church in the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. So, Valentine's Day is sus. The history is sus. <laughs> uh okay, mm, oh wait, there's one last thing too that wasn't in the history dot com article. Later, Pope Gelasius I muddled things in the 5th century by combining St. Valentine's Day with Lupercalia to expel the pagan rituals. But the festival was more of a theatrical interpretation of what it had once been. Lenski added, it was, Lenski is the person, I didn't say his name before, but apparently he's the like professor who did the study. It was a little bit more of a drunken revel, but the Christians put clothes back on it. That didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. Around the same time, the Normans celebrated Galilee Gallatin's Day? Gallatine's Day? There's no E on it, but... Child, that sound like Galantines. See, y'all not original. Okay, Gallatin meant lover of women. See, Galantines. Okay, that was, com- that was likely confused with the St. Valentine's Day at some point, in part because they sound alike. As the years went on, the holiday grew sweeter. Chaucer and Shakespeare romanticized it in their work, and it gained popularity through Britain and the rest of Europe. Handmade paper cards became the tokens de joie. Okay, she French <laughs> in the Middle Ages. Okay. Okay. So, the story's kind of the same, but NPR said we not sugarcoating it. The woman was getting whipped, and they was excited to get whipped. See, uh-uh. I don't like that. See, why did I look that up? We was trying to keep Valentine's Day cute. <laughs> Child. See what I'm talking about, though? Like, whenever you look up where things come from, it's just like, ew. Why am I sad that, like somebody didn't give me a Valentine on this holiday where these women used to get slapped with goat skin. (laughs) That's nasty. Like, uh, uh-uh. Okay, though, but we do see that some, very little, and it's been, like, it's evolved much further than the original Valentine's Day traditions, but we do still write letters. We still, you know, ask, like, will you be my Valentine? Some of it, some of the tradition has still maintained itself I guess in a way but we had to clean that up we said Valentine's Day history was a little too messy I guess <laughs> like see hmm. Hmm. but yeah I guess those are the only Valentine's Day traditions that were retained anyways so yeah I still that doesn't change how I feel about the holiday I don't think it's always good to know the history but it's still cute like come on valentine's day has the best color palette everything is pink red and white and sparkly and like fun i feel like valentine's day even though christmas is obviously a way higher you know christmas is obviously way better like the color palette of valentine's day it's just so girl coded like valentine's day is the girl's holiday for sure anyway, yeah, I'm not really doing anything for Valentine's Day. Obviously, this is actually my first Valentine's Day single in like four years. Ew. (laughs) It feels so weird, but honestly, I'm not mad at it. Like, yeah, the hopeless romantic in me is like, "Mm -hmm, where's my Valentine? But also like, it's fine. This is literally goat skin slap holiday. Like, (laughs) I can't unsee that. I can't see that. This is the goat skin slapping holiday now. I'm just playing. But I don't know. Still, when you think about Valentine's Day, you think about love. And I feel like this year, look, she's single. She has no choice but to think this. But this year, I feel like we're focusing on self-love. We're focusing on family love, friend love, and learning to accept love from all these other areas where I've been getting it. And not trying to, I guess, devalue that love because it's not love from a partner or romantic love that's in a relationship. Because, child, like, I have some of the best friends, best family members. They all crazy, but, like, they're the best. (laughs) And their love is not any less valuable or any less amazing just because we're not in a relationship. We're in friendships. We're in family relationships. That doesn't make it invalid just because it's not romantic love. And it's crazy too, because I'm definitely a person who loves to give love in all the languages. I don't, I mean, if I had to pick, I would probably say I'm quality time or yeah, quality time, words of affirmation. Girls always love gifts. So don't even do that, but (laughs) quality time and words of affirmation are probably like the top ones for me I think and I love to also show love in that way and I feel like I definitely am learning to not um what's the word I'm looking for uh what's the word I'm looking for okay I don't know what word I'm looking for but basically learning to give love to people who appreciate it and deserve it and not trying to force it on namely ungrateful men (laughs) that literally don't appreciate it or don't value it like love who will let you love them and stop trying to force it like just love how you love to the people that want to be loved by you don't be trying to you know what i'm trying to say i don't know i'm probably not saying anything that makes sense but yeah we're on the self-love journey here (laughs) says every single person everywhere seriously seriously i'm being for real like Focusing on receiving and giving love to the people that are already in my life and not trying to, again, force men to take it when they literally don't appreciate it. There will be someone one day who will appreciate it, who will love it. But like, if the guy ain't with it, he's just not with it. And a lot of them aren't going to be with it because, as they say, we are in a sassy man apocalypse right now. Like, I don't know. I don't be out there like that. So I can't even really say that it's a sassy man apocalypse because I don't know. I don't really talk to a lot of men because men just be uh, mm. anyway that's for another episode we're not shaming men here we're talking about valentine's day and love but yeah just basically worrying about oh oh and we're about loving myself i was talking about loving other people loving the people that are already in your life but love yourself like a lot of times girls especially we're looking for a man to give us gifts to um, take us out to dinner, to do th- nice things for us, to tell us that they love us and that we're beautiful. Girl, do that stuff for yourself. Do that stuff for yourself because ugh, I hate to even sound like this, but like you wait on a man to do it, you're gonna be waiting forever. You're not gonna be waiting forever, but like like I said, until the right one comes along, you're just gonna be disappointed is what I'm learning. Until You know what I'm saying? You can't, if he don't get it, he don't get it. You know how we always joke and say the girls that get it, get it? The guys that get it, get it. If they get it, they got it. And it's good. If they don't got it, they don't get it. And it's not good. And you should just leave them alone. Like, I don't know. Worrying about giving those things for myself. Like, I can't be pouting about, oh, a man did buy me flowers this Valentine's Day. Your car don't work. You can't go to Trader Joe's and get you some flowers? Like, just go get them. Get up. Stand up. What, um, Ariana Grande? No, we don't like Ariana Grande right now. Um. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Like go get in your car, get your own flowers, um, get your own chocolate, take yourself out to dinner. And if you don't want to do that, because I know sometimes you'd be like, that's too much. I'm not going out to eat by myself. Uber Eats, DoorDash, cook yourself something. Like it's like we, I'm not saying we, I'm talking about myself. These are the experiences that I've had. It's like, I act like these things that I want can't be done if a man doesn't do it. You could do it for yourself until a man does it. Yeah, I'm not going to say that a man is never going to do it cuz you know, I'll be seeing the the boyfriends and the husbands on TikTok and Instagram like they be killing it or whatever, but you know, social media they be they be lying. They be lying. The relationship be terrible. But I'm saying I know this type of love and relationship exists because if you can dream it, it exists. If you can create it in your mind, it exists. But like until it exists in front of your very eyes and it's a part of your immediate life, do it for yourself. Pay to get your nails and hair done. You got money? You got a Okay, I ain't going to say all that, but you got a job. <laughs> you might not have money, but like, look, do your nails yourself. Like, you know, YouTube, watch a tutorial, do it yourself. Do your hair yourself. Like pour into yourself. Don't do things just for the male gaze, for the male, for male attention. Pour into yourself because you love yourself. Because you're basically telling yourself that if a man does not give you these things, You can't have it, which is actually crazy. That's actually insane. No, (laughs) I'm not just going to never go out to eat because I don't have a boyfriend. I'm not just going to never get flowers because I don't have a boyfriend. That's insanity. Insanity. Anyways, I've been yapping a long time. Um, Oh, yeah, I was talking about my plans for Valentine's Day before I got distracted. I don't have any, of course. (laughs) I don't have any plans. I was thinking about, of course, scheduling a yoga class. Y'all know I'm in my yoga bag. Um, I was thinking about scheduling a yoga class because I do still have to work on Valentine's Day the whole day. So I don't know. I'll probably go to yoga, might make me some food, order me some food, watch a movie, paint perhaps, go bother my friends. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not going to be a sad, hopeless, romantic day. Yeah. I want to know what y'all's plans are. Nobody's probably listening to this for real yet, but like, (laughs) tell me, tell me what your plans are. I'll put it as... The question, the Q&A section, what are your Valentine's Day plans? Are you sitting inside? And nobody better put crying. We're not, mm-mm, mm-mm. We're not doing that. <laughs> Talking to myself for real. Anyways, I think that's all for this episode. I think that's all I have to say. I want to know what your thoughts on Valentine's Day are. Do you care about Valentine's Day? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is it stupid? Are you on the side of the people who just think it's a commercial holiday? It's just money grab. I want to know. I want to know. I want to talk forever and ever about it. I'm just playing. After Valentine's Day, is over with. It's over with. (laughs) But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, I hope it was entertaining. I hope it wasn't too boring. But these are my inner thoughts. Like my inner thoughts most of the time are boring. Anyways, thanks again for listening and I'll catch you next time on the Freely Speaking Podcast. (laughs) Okay. Bye.